365 Days of Sport. Yes, that's right. Welcome to another fun-filled, jam-packed edition of 365 Days of Sport. Officially, the greatest sports radio show on the planet. Welcome, Rob Bryce. Another glorious week in sport. You know, I wish other parts of my life were fun-filled and jam-packed. Really? As much as this show is. Okay. You know, I mean, I can't, I can't think of anything else in my life that I could describe as both fun-filled and jam-packed in the oh, same okay. thing. Oh, yeah. In fact, Jeez. jam-packed in general, some of the containers I unload at work are jam-packed. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they're definitely not fun-filled, though. No, they're one they or the wouldn't other. be. Other things that are fun-filled, yesterday, put a punting on the old... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. After my abysmal <laughs> effort during the shows, I've never had so many seconds in my life as yeah, I was quite a few seconds it was wasn't always it? even second goal kicker yes, when I won the first goal kicker yeah, yeah, yeah. what are the chances of that uh, well 29 you to tell one. me Rob yeah, well it was 29 to 1 from <laughs> to get to kick the first yeah. so anyway I'm up uh, about 400 from yesterday nice so, yeah, yeah. good work come back um, how's the flat you tried to set the flat on fire with, yeah. I tried to burn the flat down last night mm-hmm. um, people don't believe me when I tell them I can't smell yeah so trying to burn down the flat because your chips are on fire basically tells you that you can't smell yeah yes yeah, so yeah. I was on I was skyping to the lovely uh, girlfriend overseas and um, she literally asked me what you having for dinner mm. and I went oh bollocks oh right turned around and the oven's on fire mm. it wasn't actually the oven it was the grease proof paper that I put the chips on oh right in the grill chips, see. chips were fine no the chips were pretty burnt pretty burnt yeah yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. everything else is on yeah. fire now generally don't, people don't ask for their chips well done so, yeah. <laughs> or burnt to a crisp yeah yeah yeah, yeah. or on fire in fact yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. when I went in the kitchen the whole oven was on fire and yeah, not success. good yeah. the whole place was filled with smoke behind me, but so uh, if ever that's lucky that like, I know that now that if ever there's a fire, yep, that it's going to be if, if I'm in the same place, it's probably going to be up to me to try and wake up. If, if there's a big fire, I'll probably just make a run for it. To be oh, honest. Yeah, 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 no doubt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Every man for himself. Chivalry's bollocks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So just by the way, with the with the beefy nose smelling thing, you got smashed in the nose as a five year old, didn't yes, you? Yes, yeah. And then within a year, you just completely lost oh, sense of smell. Yeah, can't can't really remember when it stopped. The only person I can think of that's also happened to Michael Hutchins. Oh, really? That's when they started to go a bit AWOL. They said he got knocked oh. over in, in uh, Germany, I think, in Berlin, and yeah. he got copped a whack from a taxi driver, I think. Oh, and he fell over and banged his head and forever lost the sense of smell. And they said ever since then he just kind of started to go off the rails, just a touch, not completely. Okay. A madman. Oh, that kind of explains me then. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, well, you're similar people, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, similar charisma. Music trivia there for you yeah, on 365 Days of Sport. Now, uh, do, you have, do you have huge amounts of news this week? When I, when I use the word jam-packed, or, I mean jam-packed. You're not just playing games with me. No. Teasing me like that, <laughs> like that thing of the crying game. No. Well, mm. we've got to celebrate first, Masita, who uh, continue to sponsor this great show. They're loving our work. I'm feeling the love. You should they, feel the love. They follow me on my new Instagram account. That's right. Mm. And uh, the Mesita staff, they uh, they love what we do. They love the Melton joke. They thought mm. that was the uh, greatest joke of all time. They're not surprising, really. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What, what, what's what's any news from Melton this week? Uh, no news from Melton. No, That's no. just a bit of a shame. Is it the uh, hottest place on earth, Melton? It definitely is the hottest place Why on earth. Why is that? Because it's Melton. Mm. So, so carrying on from that. Yes. Well, following up from the gambling special, yep. this grand race at Manawatu... Absolute belter. Loading up here, race 11. Big time power, big time Monty, big time Sam, crazy kicker. Big time Michelle, big time Ransom, big time Caleb, and big time JJ. Big time. Big time Caleb slow today. Big time Ransom takes a fly, goes to the lead. Big time JJ goes to the outside. Couple of links back there to big time Monty, big time Sam. 
Big time JJ clear on the corner by four lengths. Big time Monty trying to come after it there. Big time Sam, big time Ransom, big time Kayla, crazy kick. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Down they come. Big time JJ's in from. Big time Sam or big time Monty. So he did well because six out of the uh, eight grands were all called big time something. So how's that come about? Some sort of a, just a bit of a well, bit of a joke a, just got it on top. Well, of no, uh, no, no. Because in greyhounds, obviously in Australia, it's Bale, isn't it? Uh, is it? Yeah, it's the uh, kind of the stud dog, and they get a lot okay. of progeny, so they're yeah. all called something Bale. So oh, obviously, I the Bales. Really? Nah. You don't follow the greyhounds too much, do you? Well, I, I've just been watching the last couple of weeks. I'm, I've gone off it completely now. Well, so in terms of that, in uh, obviously in Manawatu, the uh, big time Charlie, whatever he's called, <laughs> is uh, is the stud. Uh, I thought commentator did very well to distinguish between. Well, it was a big time. Event. See, in Britain, uh, when you're watching the Grands, they just call the numbers. I have noticed that. I did yeah. see that because I watched the British one. It's two, two, two from three, six, four. from two, from do they six. Actually, do they have names, though? Yeah, they yeah, do. They do but um, instead of learning the names, they come yeah, just, just can't be asked. Say what you see. lazy. Yeah, very lazy. Well, because to be honest, as a as a punter, yeah. it's what you're most thinking about. The it's, number. It's, it's the number, not the yeah, name. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Although it, it makes for a more interesting commentary when you say the name. No it's doubt. A bit yeah. more personal. <laughs> a little bit more it's, personal. It's a little less direct about gambling. Even though it's completely about gambling. It's a numbers game. Yeah, well, crikey. Um, uh, are we celebrating Australia's loss in Bangladesh, by the way, in the cricket? Oh, no, I, I'm pleased for Bangladesh. Oh, I'm very pleased you for know, the Bangladesh, yes. A, I think people still think, oh, it's an embarrassment, what's going on. Yep. They're, they're all right, they're old Banglers. Well, they're, Knocked they're, us out of the ICA. Yeah, I had to commentate and watch them destroy <laughs> us in the uh, flaming true. game, didn't yes. I? Yes. It was a disaster. Yeah, Mama Dollar. Mama Dollar, full stop. Yeah. yeah they're, they're not bad, so they're obviously they're going to be better at home and... Uh, you know they play on those spinning wickets with uh, with very little seam help. But um, I mean, what got me was because they've been obviously holding out for a pay rise. All these oh, millionaire course. superstars and yeah. uh, Steve Smith, who's the captain, came out and said, "Well, I didn't even pick up a bat for two months." Well, really, if you're a professional cricketer and you're captain of your country, mm. surely you can take it upon yourself to go and have a bat somewhere. Maybe he's good resuming. Well, yeah, maybe yeah. First, first off, off a spell, off a spell. Yeah. Well, Dave Warner apparently did the absolute opposite. He's he said he's been training like a marathon runner. Oh. Oh, really? And been do, trying to get as all like a boxer, he said. Yeah. And what do you know? He made a very good hundred. He reckoned he did his, in he reckoned his best hundred ever, he said. Yeah, well, uh, I'll tell you, I, I was actually chatting to a guy this week who uh, compared it to, you remember when the Aussies lost in Hobart to New, New Zealand? Zealand? Yes. And Warner yes, got a hundred, yeah, carried, carried his bat. Yeah, the whole uh, And they collapsed. compared it to that, so... Uh, I just remember the newspaper the next day, it's just, it said, I think it said the darkest day in Australian cricket history. Whoa. Yeah. Not the underarm. No. <laughs> nah. No, not the... No, just, Losing, losing to New, New Zealand. Zealand. <laughs> that was great fun, that game. Yeah. <laughs> that was Doug Bracewell. Doug. Yeah, big Doug. That was oh, his big moment. That was it. Yeah. yeah, he took a five for a... Well, <laughs> we've had a better week than Wayne Rooney, the uh, former Man United and England player, who um, he basically got arrested for drink driving after a night out dancing on bar tables. Rooney! This is... During the season, obviously, he's on an international break. He retired from England so he could keep up his drinking. But he was stopped by police near his Cheshire home at 2am after a night out with his footballing mates. He actually had to spend the night in the cell. Really? Yes. Well, whenever I hear Rooney, Ferris Bueller's day off. I've seen Ferris Bueller's day off. The high school principal was oh, last yes. name's Rooney. Yeah, that's right. And you always get the guy who keeps going, Rooney! <laughs> that's, yeah, whenever, Rooney. That's, that's where I know that name from first before go. the soccer. So that's why he, Rooney, whenever he does something wrong. <laughs> People were probably yelling that at him in the cell. Oh, no doubt. Uh, he was boogieing in the bubble room in Alderley Edge, which is... Uh, What's wrong with that? Uh, rather, um, nothing. That's the thing. Rather upmarket celebrity haunt. So what, what's he it. done then? Well, he just got drunk and drove home. Oh, drunk. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. How did they, did they pull him over or was it a checkpoint? 
he was pulled over at 2am this morning driving his black VW Beetle. This is a man that makes £150,000 mm. a week and he's Good. driving a VW Beetle trying to yeah. keep it low key and eat all Rooney. Well, he could have just got an Uber. He probably could afford that too. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the... Well, I, well, the thing is, even see, now if he loses his licence, he'll just get an Uber until he gets it back. Well, what, what or, no, he'll probably intro- employ a driver. Yeah. At one hundred and fifty grand a week, it's just... Yeah, yeah, what's the difference? But I thought this it's was... not brilliant. an inconvenience at all. <laughs> no, well, no, not at all even. Mm. What I thought was funny, there was a covers band on. Singer Neil Shaw Hume performed at Bubble Bar last night with his band Funky Treacle and he played Oasis classic Wonderwall to the rowdy crowd. He told The Sun there were a lot of people in there last night drinking and it was a particularly vibrant crowd. When we did what was going to be the last number, Mr. Blue Sky by ELO, the crowd were actually booing all the way through because they actually wanted to hear Oasis. Okay. So they did uh, Wonderwall. People were singing their heads off. It was actually quite funny. Everyone's happy when they played it. Mm. Neil then said he didn't see Rooney at the bar, but he admitted he wouldn't actually recognise him anyway. See, uh, that's Have the people not heard Wonderwall enough times? Not in England. They yeah. love it, don't they? Yeah. ELO? Mr. Blue Sky. How's that one go? Oh, now you're can't talking. Do it, can't you do a full a cappella? Uh, I'm not a Jeff Lynn aficionado. I, I've recalled... Mr. Blue Sky, please tell us why you had to hide away for so long, so long. Ah, <laughs> oh, now it's coming. Oh, see, I pulled that out. Didn't be I know. Okay. Will that make the edit? It might do. You never yeah, know. Yeah. Uh, next item on the news is what? Friend of the show. Yep. Nick Kyrgios. <laughs> Kyrgios. Oh, I thought Tomic was going to... I read a Tomic article this morning. Did you? Yeah. Was it oh, defamatory? It oh, it's, it's great. <laughs> All right. Well, he uh, he lost in the first round of the US Open. That's right. I did hear that. And After then, the Cincinnati Open, he got the final. He won. <laughs> no, he lost in the final. He lost in the final. And he made friends by saying, I'm thinking of Barcelona. That's right. But then, lost in the first round of the US Open, mm-hmm. then came out and said, I'm not dedicated to tennis. He's not dedicated to tennis. Yeah. He's changed his mind. Changed his mind again. He swore. Then he oh. claimed he didn't swear, even though on the video it shows yeah. him. What did he say? He said the F word. F word. Just straight out. And yeah. then he smashed his racket, and they fined him about $6,000. Okay. So, yeah. What was he getting for the appearance? $60,000. as normal. First round loss. Well, that's not bad. I know. 10% off. And then he decided, even though he complained he had a shoulder injury, he wasn't, wasn't yeah. playing very well, he then went and played doubles with his mate. That's the way. <laughs> well, he can't let his teammate down. Well, that's He a, can actually, let himself down. That's actually what he said. Yeah. He said, oh, I'm here for him. Uh, funnily enough, his brother, I think he's called Christos, Mm. He owns a gym with a internet model. What? So one of those ins- oh, Instagram, Instagram type, Instagram yeah, yeah, yeah. international yeah. Instagram hit sensation. Yeah, yeah. He had to close his gym in Brisbane this week because of uh, spiralling costs. But he just literally sent out an email to the members in the morning said, the gym will be closed at five o'clock and will not be reopening. Just like that? Just like that. Just closed it. Yeah. yeah. No fuss. No bother. No, yeah. Doesn't need a big closing ceremony. <laughs> no. Just off and done. That's well, not dissimilar. Well, not really. If you pay not... for a six month membership up front yeah. and then all of a sudden it's dead. Then... Oh, I'm sure he's going to refund it. Don't, don't panic. No, they look They seem like a family that's, that's uh, on top of things. <laughs> Could have just asked his brother for some money. That reminds me of when I, I used to swim after work at the YMCA every night for like five nights a week for probably two years. I knew all the people there, and then I turned up one day and then said, um, Yeah, we're not having swimming memberships oh. anymore. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's going to be kids' time, kids' swimming time. So, oh, okay, yeah. Oh, I'll see you around. Yeah, bye. Yeah. <laughs> go That's go it. somewhere else. But you felt like, I thought I was part of the YMCA. Oh. I was going to say, to pool. go and swim at the YMCA, do you have to turn up like a um, construction worker or a motorcycle cop? Uh, I just had to tell them I was 13. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Kyrgios is fine at the US Open. Isn't actually the highest fine at this year's tournament. Okay. Italian yep. tennis bad boy 
Fabio Fognini, he got disqualified because he called the female umpire a whore Ooh. and a cocksucker. In, in Italian? In or? Italian, yes. Did he think he could get away with it or someone oh, pull him up? Oh, yeah, I think so. The mm. fact that he was playing against another Italian probably didn't help. So oh, there was probably a lot of Italian fans in the crowd yeah, yeah, that yeah, would have yeah. actually so they, cottoned they, they onto jumped this. Onto it. Yeah, so he actually, he's been fined $24,000 so far by the US Open, which is half of his prize money. But they say the fine now, now they've uh, worked out what he actually t- called the umpire, he could get fined $250,000 mm. and be banned from um, future major championships. Mm. So You know what would have been amusing? Yeah. If it turned out the, uh, the umpire on the side was actually a whore. <coughs> what, part-time? Yeah. Okay, so a bit, of, bit of spare cash. Yeah. Bit of prostit- <laughs> prostitution. Well, I don't think the umpires yeah. get paid. I think they're all volunteers at tennis. I Come get, on. Oh, no way so. they're in cop that abuse just for a laugh. Just, yeah. I'm not are. sure if they would find prostitutes and ask them to become um- umpires. True. Yeah. <laughs> that's not It's not like the number one recruiting sort of strategy. No. And what's, so what was the, what happened with the umpire then? And, the, and she, did he have to do a formal apology? Or yeah, he's done all that. He's, did she have a response back to him? I don't... She probably didn't want to get yeah. involved. They're now a couple? Because... <laughs> that's right. You know, she didn't want to out herself as a part-time prostitute, obviously. <laughs> Obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. Perhaps be, they uh, have been the, in a relationship. She's, Perhaps she's, he knew. She could have been embarrassed, like, oh, my number's up. So that's the tennis. I know you want to air this new segment. Oh, yes. And um, I have got a talking point. You're going to erase a moot point. Oh, yeah. With which to discuss from either side. Yeah, is and this actually, there's two. Well, let's and, start with one. And there's stories from Wales, funnily enough, which is quite amazing. You would not believe my sporting bender is Whoa! Wales affiliated. Oh, this my is, word. This is actually a Welsh edition, this show. Oh, Welsh theme. Can't argue with that. What's your point of order? Are you not going to do a live sting? This is my live sting for our new debating segment. Beefy wanted to call this mass debate. <laughs> Yeah. Time for a mass well, I've debate. I've got something much more clever. It's, nice. it's a competition style thing of arguing over who's right. Okay, I like it. It's called I'm right because you're shit. <laughs> it's going to be awesome when I record it. I'm right because you're shit. Is that it? That's it. Just one refrain. I'm right because you're shit. Okay, alright. A G D A. Oh, four chord progression. Like it. I'm right, cause you're shit. I'll work on that throughout the week. But for now, that's the opening segment. Anyway, okay, what's the point of order? Point of order. There was a Welsh cricket club called Keru. The last game of the season, they're top of the league by 21 points. A Welsh football club called Keru. Cricket Cricket. Cricket club. Yep. Top of the league, 20 points, 21 points clear. Yep. So you you basically get points for batting, points for bowling, points for winning and all that rubbish. So they're playing Criselli, who are second. They're 21 points clear at the top of the table. So, But they're first are playing second. Criselli need to win by a lot to win the league, right? Keru... Win the toss. Yeah. Elect a bat. Yeah. They declared. Yeah. At 18 for one. Okay. So, basically, after two two point one overs. just two innings. No, no, they, they play one day games. But uh, Criselli would have had to score over 200 and bowl them out for nothing ah, to I get see. lots of yeah, points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the fact was... To make uh, sure they won and... Yeah, yeah. They, so, yeah. Keru basically... Declared at 18 for one, stopping Criselli getting the points for batting to win the league. Yeah. So they, because they declared 18 for one, these guys won by nine wickets. They only picked up 20 points for the win. Kerry win by one point in the league. Okay. Is that cricket, Rob? It's just not cricket. Well, it is cricket because there was a game and it yep. was played. So that means that it is cricket. However, what you're suggesting is, is that is it within, within the, spirit the, of the game. spirit of the game? So in our mass well, debate... they may have been thinking that they want to drink spirits as soon as possible. Yeah. So hang on, who's going to take the affirmative here? Are you going to argue for or against? I'll 
argue for okay. why it's because it, I like I like you the like laziness. this yeah, right yeah. okay you go then yeah yeah I like the immoral situation yeah so I'm devil's advocate so you're the affirmative yes yeah, you're for well they've already done the work the damage has been done they've won and like they just what they're saying is like this is how rubbish you guys are we don't even have to try now we're all we've already planned our piss up end of season victory party yeah and we want to start it as soon as possible. So we're scheduling the game to start at 9am. It's going to be all over in 45 minutes. And we are going to smash Big Fat Boozer. You say it's not in the spirit of it? How can you say it's not in the spirit of it when we're already drinking spirits <coughs> right now? And it's just like, we are the best. And we're going to stand on your heads <coughs> while we drink. Right. Because you're going to be so shamed. You should have tried harder. You deserve no respect for us being so much further in the game. We don't have time for muck around friendlies. We're here to be champions and win. We won. Stop your whining. Get on with it. It wasn't really a muck around friendly first versus second in the league, but that's all right. But you're right in what you say. They got themselves in a position in the league where they could do this. So yeah. they were top for a reason. Yeah. But i got to go. Steve James, my former kind of teammate, ex-England opening bat, tweeted, this is a disgrace. Just hope they realise what a mistake they have made. Gareth Reese just heard what happened in the Pembrokeshire League today. What an embarrassment for Carew Club. Shocking behaviour. Mark Wallace, uh, former Glamorgan. You are kidding me! It's a disgrace. So there's a lot of uh, high-profile people here that... A lot uh, of whinges. So Josh Tobin, can't call yourself champions, lads. I'm really sorry. Because Keru also sent out a load of say, social media saying, we're Division 1 champions. Yeah, yeah. Have a like, bit of that. During um, the game? Probably just after, yeah, I would have thought. Yeah, yeah, with, yeah. You know, a lot of they team, were the champions. A lot of team shots yeah. with uh, drinking away. Yeah. See, they can take the Bernie Tomich attitude right now. <laughs> well, that's very really true, yeah. Don't, don't answer to you, mate. Thanks uh, for your thoughts. This is it. Kevin Moody, what lessons are you teaching the youngsters at your club? Shame on you. He's teaching them. If you can take the afternoon off, you might as well. <laughs> Maximise your time efficiency. Yeah. Mm. The other thing is, Greg at Mind's a Long Hop. Yeah. That's his Twitter handle. So if you want to get a hold of Greg, mm. you can do it. Imagine you will get a well-deserved warm reception next season. Sad and pathetic decision to declare what comes around goes around. Should be the other way around. What, what goes, goes around, around comes around. So, Greg, get, 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 get yourself get, sorted out get there. Get an order there. Your bloody yeah, cliches that's are wrong. Sort of, that's sort of, you can't expect to be a champion so when you can't even get your phrasing we've right. We talked about cricket earlier and, um, you know, the underarm delivery and things. So, uh, you shouldn't really be in favour of this because that means you're pro-Australia. Well, hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. That is actually the Australian attitude, what I was saying before. Yes, very much so. But um, it's not like a... It's just a crappy Welsh club match. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, on the MCG. Um, doesn't matter what you, level you, it is. All you've done, by the way, is say what a lot of other people have said. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, yeah, you should play. You should, if you're 20 points clear, you should play it out. I mean, you, you're gonna you top the league for a reason. You can obviously play cricket. You might as well. Last game of the season. Isn't was the other team sort of like, we want to play cricket? Well, it's, maybe yeah, they, they were trying was, to win maybe, the league. Maybe they thought it was going to rain. Thought, well, oh. it normally does. Let's get the poor bloods. Yeah, well, yeah. that's it. Uh, last game of the season, but yeah. yeah. Uh, look, if I was captain, I wouldn't have done it. Put it that way. Let's see, would I? Actually, neither would I. Yeah. I wouldn't have done it. Nah, I would have felt like a complete arsehole. I would have thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> I would have asked other captain what he yeah. thought about it. 
Well, the opposition captain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See if he goes. Look, you guys ain't got much of a shot here. Let's oh, be <laughs> that's not good. We, we got we got a great night planned. Yeah, you guys can come. Oh, it's free. You, you free piss on night. Let's just yeah. get loaded up. What do you reckon? West Wales is a strange beast, by the way. They're very, very partisan over there. So oh, yeah? it would have it would have been on. Really? I reckon there's probably another story here. Probably yeah, uh, there yeah, would have been... been some consultation behind the scenes. Yeah, you strange. They, these people. two teams probably don't like each other very much at all. Okay, so that's probably kind of the reason why they uh it's been a furor been a furor oh yeah so i think does that mean who what do you win that one i don't yeah. know i think so that. you're right and i'm shit i didn't realize we that, didn't realize we were really a pushing. challenge it's supposed to be yeah. a challenge a debate well, off yeah okay i mean i i put more i gave a lot more from myself you just quoted a bunch of other i lot. did yeah but uh, yeah. they were they were backing my view to the argument well i didn't have anything prepared well no you know i'll go ask greg uh Chappell what he thinks you'll be <laughs> <laughs> he'll, he'll, I know where he's well, going. Well, that's, that's who so I was going to say. Chapel. So Actually, Alan Border. I'm just going to say, 20 million Australians would also take your view, by the way. Yeah. Uh, that's the Australian way they play cricket. Okay, well, that was a good little debate. It's not bad. Now we know kind of where we're yeah. at. And yeah. once we get the sting and yes. we have a challenge point system, well, yep. it has to be a challenge. Yeah, no, I yeah. got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah. And um, we should also draw them out the hat so we don't even know what's coming. Yeah, fair enough. We yeah. should get people to send in their debate topics. We certainly should. Because uh, the 365 Days Sport Radio Show is on Facebook, by the way. So if you do have suggestions, for It's a Mass Debate, then um, please send them in. Returning this week is Greatest Sporting Bendis. We had a week off. There's still plenty out there. Oh, thousands. Yeah, well, they, Wayne they, Rooney. We could have included Wayne we Rooney. We could have just chucked in Rooney. Yeah. You know, there's all sorts going on. This week, though, I'm, so, I'm glad we just had a bit of a Welsh thing yeah. there because we're travelling to Wales this week, too. Or we're starting in Wales and then oh, okay. we're venturing uh, back to Australasia, New Ooh. Zealand, Australia, essentially. This okay. is actually quite an amazing story. It's not so much the incident, but the aftermath. Oh, right. Which is unbelievable. Keith Murdoch. Keith. Was famous New Zealand All Black. The Murdoch myth is the headline. All Black's legend lives life of recluse after infamous punch. Somewhere in regional Australia lives a man whose tale has gone into New Zealand rugby's folklore. He is Keith Murdoch, the towering All Black who hit a security guard on tour in Wales Whoa. and was sent home in disgrace and disappeared from the face of the earth. The burly prop with piercing eyes and handlebar moustache never spoke about the incident or played a game of rugby ever again. Crazy, huh? Instead, he has spent the past four decades living as a recluse, moving from town to town in Australia, while his teammates, family and the nation torched themselves with guilt and unanswered questions about the dark night in Cardiff in 1972. Murdoch, a 110-kilogram colossus in the pre-gym era, of course, had scored the winning try against Wales in front of a hostile 52,000-strong crowd at Carter Farms Park. He became an icon in New Zealand, and the larrikin hero who was fond of the drink and known for the uh, off-field fracker, uh, who delivered the All Blacks the crucial points to take them to a 1916 victory in that cold December night. Does it sound familiar now, Yeah, got, got robbed again. Just robbed again. Yeah. <laughs> the the, they call them the burglars or something like that? The, they have a name for us? What, <laughs> oh, do they, they have like a derogatory name in Wales? That'll do. The burglars. 
Bloody burglars. Uh, yeah. Those that's, all black that's, that's burglars. That's why they're dressed in black, so yeah. you can't see them in the dark. Uh, Murdoch clocked a security guard who refused to let him into the closed bar at the framed uh, rugby watering hole, the Angel Hotel. Oh, yes. You, you know that one? Oh, yeah, very well. The guard, Peter Grant, was able to get up and walk away, but the Welsh media went wild and the home rugby unions were dismayed. After agreeing to a team proposal that Murdoch would just be disciplined internally, but allowed to play the next game against Scotland, team manager Ernie Todd then changed his mind and expelled the Otago front rower. Uh, instead of telling his side of the story, Murdoch got off the plane in Australia and vanished. Ooh. He's been seen only four times since. Really? Yeah, each of them bizarre collisions with the world he determinedly tried to leave behind. It's, it's, uh, so there's that, that, that sort of legacy of guilt and regret that's hung around the incident that's kind of fascinating. Four or five years after the 1972 tour, rugby writer T.P. McLean tracked in a notorious prop, prop down to uh, an oil drilling site near Perth. The encounter was brief. McLean said hello and was told by a spanner-wielding Murdoch that he would be well advised to get back in the vehicle in which he arrived. <laughs> Good interview, that. In 1980, Murdoch was living with friends back in New Zealand. He saved the life of their young son who was found lifeless in a suburban swimming pool. By the 1990s, he was back across the Tasman in, in 1990. Part-time journalist and Auckland mother of three, Margot McRae, found Murdoch boarding in a pub in Tully in Queensland. McRae was given a slightly warmer reception than McLean. Murdoch bought her a beer, but left without an on-camera interview. The last sighting came a decade later in 2001 and did little to dispel the Murdoch myth. He was called as a witness in a coronial inquest into the death of Christopher Limerick, a young Aboriginal man in the Northern Territory. The then 57-year-old had caught uh, Limerick breaking into his home in Tennant Creek the night before the 20-year-old disappeared. Limerick's body was found in an abandoned mine weeks later. Ooh. A little bit dodgy, isn't it? Yeah. Murdoch never named as a suspect, but uh, police spent weeks tracking him after he left uh, Tennant Creek for Catherine. The burly prop whose thick dark hair had now turned snowy white eventually fronted the inquest but said little and antagonised the gathering media pack, shoving a camera and making faces. He's not been seen or heard from since. No. Quite amazing. And there's nowadays is a play in Auckland uh, written by McRae, the journalist just mentioned before. Uh, the production is called Finding Murdoch. It's a surprisingly <laughs> warm and funny take on an event still talked about in hushed tones around New Zealand. Oh, there you go. Isn't that quite amazing? It is amazing. It's amazing how nowadays you can just disappear from life. Like yeah, from, well, you, you, you have to do exactly what he does. Go to the middle of nowhere yeah. and start all over again. Because the other thing about Australia, it's vast expanse. So you can go into these country towns and just mm. be a hermit or just take yourself out the limelight and meet new people and that's it. But I don't understand. Why would you feel that, you know, just for punching a guy out once mm. in a drunken night? It must have been, he must have just respected the jersey so much and everything yep. and got that's sent it. home and just thought he'd disgrace that's himself. It. It's all over. Face. Couldn't face New Zealand. And they won, so. <laughs> <laughs> and he scored the winning try, apparently. And they uh, burgled uh, the Welsh in Wales, so. Uh, yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's the story of Keith Murdoch. Howling mad Keith Murdoch. Do we want something quickly more lighthearted? Depends what it is. Chinese Olympic athlete vomited on and robbed of luggage. Oh, really? Yeah. In Wales? <laughs> no, not in Wales. It was that guy, you know that hurdler, the Chinese hurdler? Oh, Chang, Chang Li, Li Chang, whatever his he's called. His name is Xi Dongping. Oh, him. Oh, I don't know him. Basically, the story is he was in his room. 
cameraman with the because he had a his own cameraman sort of documentary guy. Oh, nice, yeah. And someone came stumbling into his room, munted, drunk, yeah. vomited on him, and the cameraman bit of him as well. And they snuck off, go and clean himself up and whatever else. And then they came back, and all the camera gear got stolen. Oh. And it was a it was a planned thing. The guy was the vomit. The drunk guy was just acting oh. and had a fake vomit thing mixed up. Whoa! And they used to, he distracted them, and then they stole all the stuff. There you go. In the Olympic Village in Rio. Oh, that's amazing. There you go. That's a, that's not really a sporting bender. That's oh, a close sporting too. heist. Yeah, I like that sporting heist. New segment, Rob. <laughs> sporting great sporting heists. We played the first song that came to his head. It just so happened to be it was the worst song in the world. It was the worst song in the world. Listen to the song and it's clear of all because the words don't fit and the song is shit. You're a talentless. How are you finding these songs, honestly? I just find them. They man. just keep turning up? They just keep turning up. How can up. there be this many athletes in sports that have well, done this so many bad know, songs? This, well, this is interesting, this one. Mm. This is the new, newish, it's a couple of years old, theme song for the San Jose Earthquakes in Major League Soccer. They the team's a, called the San Jose Earthquakes. Yeah, or Quakes for short. Quakes. Quakes, man. Yeah, they struggle with names in the States so okay. sometimes. It's not really encouraging. We're the Earthquakes. Nah, I thought it would be, yeah. I mean, for people that, people probably died earthquakes well you know there. yourself from Christchurch that uh, people did die unfortunately yeah but and they haven't got a team called the earthquakes that was in Christchurch Christchurch quakes that's the new 2020 uh, 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 no no, no. <laughs> that would it's not go not. down well no exactly anyway they're called San Jose earthquakes it's in California where obviously there's you know regular earthquakes but their famous fan is Lars Fredrickson from Rancid <laughs> Now, there's no way in the world that you think that that is the worst song in the world because that is exactly the sort of stuff that you love. I can see you with your head knocking and you you always have have your fist clenched and you bang the air going rah rah rah. Then that's probably exactly what that band sounds like normally anyway. Well, that, that that's not rancid. I mean, Lars is in rancid, but um, that's the old firm casuals, right? But you know, this is what I don't like about it. Even though if it was a single, you probably you know wouldn't mind it. 
But mm. that's exactly why I think this is the worst song because this is a fight song for the mm. football. Mm. Don't Soccer need teams. ranting don't. and raving and carrying on. No, they on. don't need this organised. Uh, yeah, yeah, they don't yeah need that's it. the wrong attitude for football. Because do you, you know, like, what? you like the more the, the British organic. sort of attitude. Organic, organic. Yeah, it has to grow from the crowd. You don't oh, plant. I see what you're you don't I plant, don't implant it on it. I don't know if you heard this. Right when the lions were in New Zealand, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they were all worried about the lions coming down. And Yep. singing songs at the top of their lungs yeah. so they said alright we're going to sing back at them Right. and there's this Māori song called Tu Teranai Ma Iwi oh, I did see the video yes it hasn't come from the crowd you'd never in the history of football Ever seen has it, yeah. New Zealand started singing Tu Teranai Ma Iwi yeah. and they started playing it on the loudspeaker in the middle of the game trying to get the crowd to sing it yeah. it, was, it sounded terrible tacky they also played music whenever there was a break like in the American uh, sports you don't do that at a rugby test rugby, match no. not a test match you're just right. keep it clean yeah. so this is my biggest beef about trying to create this artificial atmosphere. Ah. So you got Liverpool when they do You Never Walk Alone before the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's organic, right? Yep. Craig, get into it. They love it. It's an anthem. Mm. Melbourne Victory have tried to recreate the same kind of deal. They do Stand By Me. Ah, right? I hate it. I really do. But this is the type of thing. But the music itself, I can live with it. It's a punk rock song. Great. But it's this thing. There's an interview with Lars about when he did this. He goes, well, every football team in the world should have ACDC, but we shouldn't have ACDC. So I wrote my yeah. own. Yeah, right. So that's the kind of thing is, you know, they all want an ACDC tune as their mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. fight song type theme, but you need your own. Who See, who is in these marketing departments who well, comes actually, up with these actually, ideas? Well, he actually went to the club and said, you need a theme song. I'm in a world famous band. Why don't I write the theme song? And apparently they actually rebutted him for a couple of years mm-hmm. and he said, yeah. well, I'm going to write it anyway. You're going to use this and the fans got behind it. I'm telling you the key is, the Even key. if it's a brand new song, yeah. record it like it sounds like it's from 1930. Oh. <laughs> I'm telling you, because right, then okay. it's even though it sounds authentic, it's the same way that Mormon became a religion. Yeah, even though it was written in the 1800s, yeah, yeah. he wrote it in like old school English, right. so it sounds so like it Shakespeare. Authentic. So it's like, oh wow, this yeah. is brilliant. So anyway, but I love the the line in this because San Jose is a kind of the poor relation to LA and San Francisco, obviously yeah. in, in yeah. California. But uh, very poor. You know, we are the ones you, you love, the ones that you love to hate. No, this ain't New York. This ain't LA. We are black and blue. We are San Jose. Mm-hmm. We'll never say die. You can bring your army. That's the lyrics of the song. Yeah, that's the lyrics. Yeah, yeah. yeah and like I said, that's why. Too literal. Too I've blatant. nominated this as. Yeah, good. I'm glad. Do you like that? Uh, it actually strange because yeah. I think you're growing. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But as a song, yeah, it's nice. But it's I, I'd like it with other lyrics, but uh, not related to San Jose Earthquakes as a club song. But it must create some sort of atmosphere. He's a Millwall fan as They've well. They've kept it going, and they're stuck with it. Oh, they love it. Do they actually? Oh, yeah, yeah. Good. Because of exactly what you came up with—the mm. old fist pumping. You know, <laughs> wanna be Saturday's heroes. You know what was great? I was thinking about just the other day was yeah. the um, the Georgia Swarm. Well, I've got that in my <laughs> facts of life, by the way, okay. because of that. You know, yo, you, you know, I know what's we'll going come, on. We'll come back. We to will it cover then. the Georgia Swarm. <laughs> they had a great song there. Oh, did they? I yeah. can't remember. No, not any a song. It was just that rude. Oh, the Fratellis. Anyway, that's the worst song in the world, but for a very different reason. Ah, now. We are going for... You're a world-class athlete, so why, oh, why did you have to go and eat all those pies? 
Who ate all the pies this week uh, in the land of fat athletes? Have you ever heard of Emmanuel Yabra? No. He is officially, and this is official. This is actually a real official? The fattest professional athlete of all time. Really? Yes. Well, this is the man for the segment. Emmanuel Yabra. Or Manny Manny. Little Yabra. Okay, we're we're a detail sport. Where? Well, he did get recruited to go sumo wrestling in the end. Okay, yeah. He was an MMA-type Mixed MMA. martial arts. Yeah, mixed martial arts. He played college American football. At his peak, he was 882 pounds. That's... That, 400... That's 400 kilos or 63 stone. They reckon... You can't do that. <laughs> he was. That's why he was the biggest. What? He was six foot seven. At his peak, they reckon when he was uh, doing sumo and things, 700 pounds, which is 318 kilos, 50 stone. Got recruited to, to go to do sumo out there but ended up in the amateurs didn't get in the top division right because he didn't like the way the professionals got treated when they were trying to make it in sumo Um, so this is more an athlete who is just fat he was just huge and it's not so much a guy that's like has gone in slim and become fat well he did end up putting on a lot of weight because of what he was doing I I may have not been listening before what was he doing before sumo he played American football and he did wrestling and I think he's judo how tall 6'7 so big boy yeah oh huge now there is footage of him doing a it's not even an exhibition it is a genuine mixed martial art fight it's in a boxing ring mm-hmm. he took on a Japanese who was a former pro wrestler and stuff the guy's only 5 foot 8 or 9 mm-hmm. and he tries to hit him in the end old Manny Yabra just just lies just, on him just lies on him I, has, I thought that would he work had, he had to tap Surely out that would be his strategy he, yeah that's it Yeah, what are you going to do with his 400 kilograms lying on you yeah. so yeah, he was you world can't, you can't do anything no he was world amateur sumo champion Yeah, um, they do an amateur division how do you even make an impact punching someone that fat that had, wouldn't work wouldn't do anything he had another two MMA fights and he lost them Jesus. people he couldn't take a punch he was a gentle giant basically really? and people were just punching him and just he couldn't take it flying yeah. kicks to the head sort of yeah. thing yeah. the other thing is about wow. sumo he was black yep. now in Japan that would be a kind of a, a Very, weird yeah, thing a big and, unique um, thing he could be a star of the whole league he actually got asked about uh, you know how he how the public were react, mm-hmm. reacting when he walked around the league and he said uh, Japanese culture is very straight ahead they don't look don't look they didn't make song and dance about it <laughs> yeah that's right so he's, he's got this he's interview he's pretty versatile chubs then you know. well this is the fact even though he was so massive mm. he was actually a genuine athlete yeah, he, he like could actually move for, for around keep, keeping with it um, I, I mean saw, this, he's not like that Jerry Springer who, just, who was about five 500 kegs yeah. and he was just bare oh, and they right. cut him out the side of the house with a, yeah that's right know, with a crane with a crane you no know, maybe that guy if he had the same state of mind could have made more of an impact this in the is, world brilliant two lines in this uh, interview any words of ancient Japanese wisdom that have rubbed off on you of course motobito kotosi more beer please yeah and is there any advantages to being as big as you are in your day to day life the only advantage is if there was any advantage is that when you talk people listen that's it <laughs> Um, ever wonder what you would have been if you were normal size? No. I never contemplated that because I was always this way. So for me to dwell upon that, I don't know. I have no idea. I have to deal with the hand I was dealt. Yeah. It was pretty philo- it was philo- philosophical. Yeah. Philosophical. Philosophical. Yeah, lo- philosophical. So he, he died a couple of years ago. He's 51. So he got to 51 okay. before yeah. the heart before gave the heart out. Gave yeah. out. And that's going to happen when you're uh, one of the world's... 882 pounds or 63 stone, 400 mm-hmm. kegs. That's what's going to happen. Well, I'm sad to hear he uh, didn't. He, he has got gone because he actually sounds like a good bloke. Well, man, but unfortunately, we've got to play this dear. You're a world-class athlete, so why? Why, oh, why did you have to go and eat all those pies? 
Now, uh, next uh, week for pies, if I can Ooh. make a request. Yeah, yeah. Can we get someone that started off slimish and just and then ballooned just, out? Yeah, um, I know who you're thinking already. Uh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I got, I got some in mind. Well, I might throw it over to you next week then. All right, oh, you give me a bit of work to do. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Oh, jeez. Apart from the, new, apart from about, the new sting. Okay, okay well, forget what I said. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah no, just do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. The facts of life. There's a time you gotta go and show you grow, and now you know about the facts of life. When the world never seems to be living up to your dreams, and suddenly you're finding out the facts of life are all about you. You, you. Well, you touched on this earlier, facts of life. Yes. We did have a sojourn to Atlanta. Mm. We went to see the National Indoor Lacrosse League mm. and the world-famous Georgia Swarm. Georgia Swarm. Who didn't take too kindly to us being there. Well, they actually didn't probably even really know. It wasn't until we made a video and then you put it on their Facebook page. No, no, I, I, I got in touch with them. Right. To say, look, we're th- coming, we're, coming, yeah. we're going to do this. Can we meet the players? Can we do this? And this yeah. and the Kurt reply from, I actually found his name. I actually looked it up. Alex Shimke. Shimke. Yeah, it was Shimke. Yeah, I remember Shimke. No, we don't really want to take part in this type of thing. Good yeah. luck. Good luck with your life. Basically, <laughs> but we went anyway. We went along. And we Stevie had some fun. Akin, of course, uh, my old friend yep. uh, hosted us for the evening of the day. Well, he's the one that actually pointed this out to to us that the Georgia, the Georgia Swarm, Swarm have now won the National Indoor League <laughs> Championship. Yeah, they are the champions. But I logged onto their Facebook or their Facebook page and their website. Yeah. There's a big splash page saying Georgia Swarm new world champions. World, they've gone for the they've, world they've, champions. They've gone. They've pulled oh, out. There we go. The, the world the American champion Monica. So there the Georgia Swarm, they're the world champions of America. Well, now I'm not the least bit upset about anything we may have said to offend them in no. the past. Because basically, what happened was we went went along, yep. and we were a bit tired, and we couldn't really be asked. We stayed for about half a game, I think. Didn't we? No, we stayed the whole game. Did we stay the whole game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Stevie kept buying your beers, were, so that's yeah, why you so wanted that's to why stay. I stayed. Yeah. But they were getting beat. I think yeah by the um, New England Black Wolves or something were they called could be it something very racist that that sounds right yeah that that sounds possible and um, we went back and we just had a few more beers back at and we did a little we did a video video as we normally did talking rubbish the three of us and we said a few things which we thought were quite funny um, and then you posted the video on their Facebook page and they didn't quite share the uh, great response okay here's why (laughs) they have two brothers don't they the Georgia Swarm Lyles and Miles Thompson Lyles and Miles Thompson, yeah. indeed. Now, they are Native Americans, yeah. Indian types. I didn't know that the Indians don't cut their hair. Right. So they had really long, long plaited ponytails, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. So we duly, yeah. because anyone has a, any male has a ponytail in Australia yeah. or yeah, yeah. Britain yeah. gets taken the piss out of because... <laughs> Basically, men shouldn't have ponytails or top knots or any... Well, they shouldn't. They, no, they shouldn't. They, they just generally don't. They shouldn't. No, it's the rule. No. Well, what if you want to be a pirate? Then it goes with the territory, doesn't it? Well, I don't think... The, I think, well, the only I mean, look, pirates I'll, kicking around nowadays are Somali, and they don't I, have the option. Yeah, sure. When I've had... <laughs> Somalians, Jesus. <laughs> when I've had long hair, I think I only ponytailed, I think, once or twice, and it was because I had to do work. Right. Physical manual labour. Right. So I didn't, and all I did was tuck it out the back of the hat. I didn't actually tie it up yeah. it's not it doesn't feel right okay to be honest. There, if, there if, you go. if you're gonna grow it long you gotta there's, a, there's go another reason the Robert Plant uncontrolled mane yeah well there you go say there. I'm a lion so in terms of that yeah there's another reason why you shouldn't have it but there you go so Lyles and Miles 
They're Indigenous Americans, Native Americans, mm. and we took the piss out of them because of the fact they had ponytails. Yeah. Now, and we called them the Thompson Twins and started saying, Hold yeah. me now. Oh, there you go. Right. Oh, hold my heart. You should have been in a synth pop band from the 80s. You would have gone well. I think I could have done all right. Bit of it, yeah. Howard Jones and yeah. Nick Kershaw and all that. I'm like, I could have done it for like a piss take. I couldn't take that seriously, oh, you, you know. You could be in a synth I pop cover band. I'm just too oh, masculine for that. <laughs> so we took the piss out of the Thompson twins. I don't even know if they are twins. They might be even just be brothers. We didn't really take the piss. We just, no. asked, we just asked the question, what's up with the bony tails? That's right. And we got our answer, didn't we? Yeah. So yeah. we did get our answer in spades, basically. Yeah. The fact is yeah. they people came back to us saying, these guys are Native Americans. They don't cut the hair. Yeah. Now what mm. I found out was as well that lacrosse, whether it be indoor or outdoor, yeah. box lacrosse or field across is the national sport of the Indian ah oh. So when they play the Cross World Cup, they actually the Native Americans have their own team in the World Cup. I didn't know that. I didn't know that till recently either. Facts of life. Exactly. Yeah, so uh, we did take the piss out of Lars and Miles, but now they're world champions, mm. apparently, in oh, the national indoor lacrosse. But we did name Alex Shim- Shimke also on the video Regularly. and complained. Yeah. I can't believe you put that on their Facebook page. Why not? Like, <laughs> It's all like, about you're just fishing for trouble. It was not even about the sport or anything. We basically just said yeah, we couldn't we, be asked. We didn't we went really, home, and we didn't then really, I got really do much about <laughs> indoor lacrosse. No, I've got to say, after being in the trade for so long, it was the worst astroturf job I've ever seen as well. <laughs> by the way. In that stadium, and where do we go? Duluth, uh, just north of was, Atlanta, yeah. Duluth, Georgia. Yeah, I'm looking forward to going back to uh, Atlanta. Yes, so we're going to see uh, Stevie and the uh, Red Bull people. Um, mm. Now, I actually enjoyed the game, funny enough. Yeah, um, I've just got to say as well, I nearly got thrown out of that game. They play on like an ice hockey rink. It's got plexiglass, and there's nets above, and the ball kind of cleared the plexiglass and landed in the net yeah so it was kind of resting up high so I climbed up on a fence leaned against the wall and got the ball out of the netting yeah and security came down and disciplined me and Ah, said listen you could have got in massive trouble then yeah right but in a 10,000 arena there was about 2,000 people, yeah, wasn't it? And they did this <laughs> great dance where they do the, the bushwhackers what I'll do, WWF with I will, up and down. I will post our show yeah. on the radio show Facebook page yeah, from yeah, the yeah, lacrosse yeah, and that, you'll yeah. see Rob dancing and you'll yeah. see the Fratellis and you'll see... It's it. basically three minutes of the game and us talking a bit of bollocks and then there's about five minutes of us drinking, talking completely. Yeah, quick. and then there was a 3am Skype call Skype call where my you brother, and you were, and the were uh, singing along yeah. to "Don't Stop Me Now." Nah, um, under pressure. Oh, under pressure. That's right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So this is a bit of a. Just before we uh, then proceeded to miss our plane. Yeah. Yes, we did miss the yeah. plane because it was a 5.45 flight and Rob fell asleep. Well, no, I didn't fall asleep. <laughs> we just we just, sort of, we just just sort of thought, oh, well, yeah. well, we'll get there. So congratulations <laughs> to the uh, Georgia Swarm. Yeah. They beat um, Saskatchewan uh, 15-14 in mm. game two of the World Championship game. Yeah. Uh, in overtime so uh, well done to the Thompson Twins and uh, there's a bloke called Ryan Dick uh, that plays for them as well he scored anyway so Georgia Swarm if you're in the States and you do get to see indoor lacrosse it is quite good I liked it it's It's quite quick yeah it's a bit of ice hockey they hit each other and the ball flies around and actually there's not a lot of padding they wear shoulder pads and a helmet they do hit each other with sticks yeah that ball is solid rubber. So if you get hit with the ball, yeah. that bloody hurts. Yeah, not it, good. National, that. That's in um, cross. Just while we're here, oh, I yeah. forgot to mention Bernie Tomich back in the news. In, <laughs> anyway, he, he's, he's just done a classic Bernie. Oh, did he? He also got knocked out of the US Open pr- pretty quickly. And he's already back in Australia like, the next day. 
<laughs> at some club and spent 50 grand on boozing it up. Oh, the first round money. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. On yeah, the yeah. lash. <laughs> he is taking a piss. Him and, him and Nick. They, they there's just, all these like professional photos of him in the paper like with a bottle of champagne going, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I lost. <laughs> like, yeah. Celebrating. What do I care? I think he said, I've, I've earned my 50 grand blowout or something. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. I wish he did say that. That oh. would be... Oh. I think it was like oh. the headline. <laughs> Bernie Thomas, I've earned my 50 grand party or something. <laughs> it's only just turned September. They've still got like yeah. two months of the season left where it's they can make... It's become my favourite so much. <laughs> I always ask the question, genius or dickhead? (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, uh, this week coming up, we uh, have, of course, AFL finals are coming up. You'll be not particularly excited about that, no doubt. England beat Malta yesterday. Did you see that? Oh, Wales beat Austria last night 1-0. Did they? Yes. Well done, so, Wales. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a great win for Wales. That puts us in the uh, yeah. reckoning for Russia. Yeah, England beat Malta 2-0. Malta have... It's the size of Bendigo. Yeah, right. You know, in terms of people. And you've got England. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people yeah, on... I think it was 3 or 4-0, but they scored oh, 2 or 3 in the, in the oh, last they? 3 What's minutes. It? Oh, it might have been. I just saw they were 2-0 up um, it was nil late or, on. Nil at half-time. But apart from that, yeah, Newport County lost and gutted last night. Uh, yeah. All Blacks beat Australia. They did. But it was low cup. It was close, though. That was very, was very close. dodgy. Very dodgy yeah. indeed. Well, the good thing I'm looking forward to is I have very high aspirations of this spring carnival. Do you? I, I, think, this, I think I've done all my research. It's all the building highs and lows, It's all building. Yeah. Uh, all okay. these ones have been just missing out. Yeah. Look out. Big dollars. Big dollars coming in for a nice. I've got an insider at work. Now, he seems to be giving us some tips, so uh, yeah. I'll we should uh, keep well that one he, that's a good one he gave yes. that, that, that I ignored yeah, yeah, and yeah. almost kind of mocked when you said that so yeah. he's up against Al Mandan yeah, yeah. but it was actually he was a massive favourite he was at 260 or something yeah yeah. so talking of uh, talking of people at work we have to thank uh, the good people at Mesita for supporting the 365 Days of Sport radio show uh, awesome if you want your soccer gear basketball gear any sports gear team wear in particular get hold of mesita.com.au they are good people 365 Days of Sport we'll see you next week to you, yeah. to get to you, 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 baby, oh, every second, every tick, tick, I want you all to myself, every second, every tick, tick of the clock, I just can't help myself.